Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I'm really sorry about the Fox show Saturday night. It did air at midnight in full, by the way, but, uh, you know, that's not good enough. I get it. A lot of you tuned in at nine. I'm really sorry. I'm going to play some of the cuts from it. Just this uh, balloon story, surveillance story. It's a it's a really long story. I was trying to get home to do a live show. I was at a daddy-daughter dance with my daughter. My wife wasn't here, made it back. And uh, I'll explain to you in a minute. It's interesting. But I, I, what the hell is going on with these things? Um, I have a few theories. I'm still recovering a little bit, as you can see. So uh, I'm all right, though. Don't worry about that from the surgery. So forgive all the bandages and the rough look of the show. My apologies. It's usually better than this, but it's kind of no way to hide it. Uh, let's get to the show. A lot to talk about. I've got some theories about what's going on. I think you're going to find them fascinating. Today's show brought to you by LifeLock. Listen, the internet is one of the best tools for making and keeping connections with people all over the world. But you should always be careful if any of your connections become more serious or turn romantic. Some cyber thieves are experts at manipulating our desires for love and attention into scams designed to steal our identities. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, making it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Nord. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name or crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, which I was years ago before I had LifeLock, which was a mistake, I should have had it. They'll send a dedicated, uh, they'll, they'll uh, they have a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist who will work to fix it for you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help you protect yourself with LifeLock. Get it today. I've got it for my whole family. Identity theft protection starts here. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Thanks, LifeLock. All right, Joseph, big show today, so let's go. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday is uh, is right. So uh, I'm, we're not going to be doing any Super Bowl stuff. I, if, I'm sorry if you want to. Really, I don't really care, to be honest with you. I haven't cared much about the NFL since they started kneeling. Um, I did, however, see on on social media the Eagles coach uh, with some tears during the national anthem. So hat tip to you. I don't know you. Uh, don't know who you are, but uh, that was pretty cool. We do need a little more patriotism in this great country of ours. But on, on the topic of what happened with the Fox show, uh, I, I don't control programming decisions. I tried to make it back. I couldn't. I was at a dance with my daughter. And, Gee, you don't even know this. I'm sitting up here. We're turning on. There's like five minutes to go till showtime. I'm about to go live. And because of my broken wing here, no one was here to help. I couldn't reach the earpiece in the back of my jacket. I didn't tell you this. Yeah. So I'm in the bathroom, in the bathroom with a soap dispenser, like a regular pump soap dispenser. And I'm using the soap dispenser to try and hook the earpiece to get the earpiece. And I'm getting soap all over my jacket. (laughs) I, I, he's like, you should have, I wasn't going to call. I couldn't call him two weeks in a row. And it didn't work. Florence <laughs> filled in on did the hour. So it wasn't some big conspiracy to silence us. The show aired in full. All the clips are on social media. It's on the website. And, and it's, it's like almost comedy what happened, folks. And the um, monkey has found out how to use the stick to get yes. the banana. <laughs> Right. It, it actually aired in primetime on the West Coast because That's the midnight good. rerun is oh. nine, obviously, on the West Coast. So it wasn't censored. Or I don't want you to think of some big scandal. They just wanted to go live and I was supposed to do it. So but Lawrence was nice enough to fill in. And it just uh, it was a tough story to cover. I appreciate what he did. The stuff was breaking. So there's a story there. I always give you the inside scoop. Uh, thank you for your patience there, folks. That gets us uh, to point number two. What the, are these things? Kind of a kind of a big question, right? It's like I just thought about this this weekend. You know, I'm a pretty simple dude, right? Occam's razor, when in doubt, go with the simplest explanation possible. So we've got a bunch of things we allegedly don't know what they are that are invading our airspace pretty much on a daily, multiple time basis now. I don't know. Call me crazy, fellas. Am I exaggerating? That to me sounds like the definition of a problem. I, <laughs> I, I, what 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 is this? Where are they from? Are they collecting something? Why the secrecy? Why is the government lying? Here, however, is the by far strangest sound of the weekend. 
There's an interview with the U.S. Air Force uh, senior leader who is uh, affiliated with NORAD, the, the uh, North American radar uh, conglomerate there that controls uh, the radar picture over North America, right? And uh, a reporter asked a pretty good question. I'm sure a lot of idiots laughed, but the reporter's like, listen, a lot of people are asking us if this is some kind of alien life form, which would sound to me like a BFD, big deal. And the Air Force guy says uh, this. Uh, because you still haven't been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky, uh, that raises the question, um, have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? And if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. And thanks for the question, Helene. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with the attempt to identify it. Now, the haven't ruled out anything has gotten a lot of attention. Uh, the Air Force and a lot of uh, senior military leaders immediately came out and were like, hey, we're not saying this is aliens. We don't think this is aliens. We think it's other things. I totally get that. Um, however, the, the constant back and forth, folks, is really not helping between the statements and then the retractions and then the clarifications and then the new statements and then the new retractions and the new clarifications. It's not helping. Also, it appears now that this is turning into what liberals love to do. You know, the euphemisms game, you know, basically word games. Liberals love word games. You know, uh, illegal immigrants become undocumented future citizens. Uh, a crime problem becomes a public safety investigative operation or something. They love euphemisms and word games. So these things started as a Chinese spy balloon, and now it's turned into a, a search for objects in the sky. Objects, why would you say objects? Because an object could be anything. Could be a mug, could be a squeezy device you use to get some blood flow back in your hands. Could be a bunch of uh, oil sheets to take oil off your face before a show. Could be anything. What are they shooting down exactly? They love these word games. Red State's got a good piece about this. Object shot down over Canada was similar to what was shot down in Alaska. Pilots divulge more concerning info. Yeah, you think? What are the objects? Now, there's a lot of videos going around online about what there's some pretty frightening ones out of Montana. Well, Aram, uh, I'm afraid to, folks. I can't verify it. And although it probably makes for good clicks, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not worth it for me to put up a video that I can't confirm or have other people I trust confirm. Uh, I'm not saying, believe me, I'm not suggesting that they're faked. Or I'm just telling you, I don't have the ability to be irresponsible. I'm just telling you the Montana videos, if, if they're real, are really disturbing. Like, What the hell are these things? Again, I've got some theories, but before we get to that, I want to play some more audio here. Here's a Democrat, Jim Himes. This guy's like lockstep Democrat, right? Sure. But it's clear they're scared of something because you don't just throw the Biden administration under the bus on a weekend talk show in front of a national audience. Your leader, this guy's a Democrat. This is his representative. He's not a Republican. You don't throw him under the bus if you're not afraid of some fallout. I think they know the Biden administration's hiding something and they're all trying to get out of this, uh, get, get ahead of this on the record. To suggest like, hey, listen, man, uh, you know, I said something early and and they didn't listen to me. That's the only reason. If this was Joe Manchin or someone who's always playing political games, I'd be like, disregard. But this guy's a lockstep kind of mainstream Democrat swampy type guy. He said this. It's short, but pay attention. I have real concerns about why the uh, administration is not being more forthcoming with everything that it knows. Yeah, I, I have some concerns, too that the administration is doing some things uh, that we don't know about and the administration is trying to hide something. It's got me quite concerned about the problem. Here's what I'm concerned about. There are a number of theories here. Spoofing. Is this our tech? Is it their tech? I'm going to get to that in a second. I'm going to explain what I think this could be. And again, uh, uh, like anyone else, I'm speculating. I'm speculating too. I want you to watch this. This is video taken in 2013. Hat tip Kanakoa Substack, who we've used before. He's got some good videos up there. This is some 2013 video from Puerto Rico. It's a thermal sensor. And there was a heat tracking camera on a government plane, I believe from CBP. 
So unless you think the government's putting this out there to lie to you, you can assume that the imaging, the imagery you're seeing right here is genuine. This device you're going to see if you're watching on Rumble, if you're listening on audio, I'll explain it to you. I'll walk it through you. I'll walk it through for you. This object, using their own euphemisms, appears to be traveling at a high rate of speed near an airport, which we've seen a lot of these. And it appears to dump into the water, not lose any speed, exit the water, and then split in two. Play the video. I'll, I'll talk you through this a little bit. You see, it's got a little sound there in the background, which I'm not really sure why that's in there. But you'll see what happens. You see this thing dipping? It goes, it's moving fast. Dips into the water. Sorry about the sound with that. And it's hard to see, but when it comes out, you'll see it pops into two. What is that? What is that? Now, there are a number of possible explanations. And as reasonable people, unlike leftist lunatics and government swamp rats trying to deceive us all the time, we have to go and always use Occam's razor, right? Keep it simple, stupid. The simplest explanation is not always, but almost always the right and correct one. The first explanation I find plausible, very plausible, is that this could be some advanced technology to spoof our sensors. Think about it. There isn't a more powerful weapon out there than to get people to think they see things like they don't see. You know, it reminds me of, um, you know, the Spider-Man uh, comic books and then the, the recent movie. There's that character. What's the character's name? Uh, that's uh, he, he, everything in the everything he does is like an illusion and a, and a, and a fake. What's that? No, not Dr. Strange. He was the bad guy. I forget his name. It was played by Jake Gyllenhaal in the movie. But everything this guy does is a fake. Uh, he, he, he gets drones to make you believe there's like a monster in front of you, but you're really fighting an, Im an image. I mean, think about what this could be. If you could get your enemy aircraft to see and fire at things on radar that aren't there while you're creeping up behind them and flanking them with something that is there, they're not going to trust the imagery when what's really there is really there. It's like me fighting like a 3D hologram of Guy. I punch and it disappears. I punch and it disappears. And then I'm like, oh gosh, that's not Guy in front of me. And then it really is Guy. And he shanks me with a switchblade. He's like, he's like, I'm not going to shank you with a switchblade. But just in case. Are they spoofing our sensors? The strange part is a lot of what's out there, not all, not all, but a lot of what's out there, have you noticed, is on government cameras? In other words, if you were going to engage in a system spoofing operation for sensors, thermal, IR, visual, whatever it is, radar, wouldn't you want to target it at government-affiliated aircraft? I find that explanation, at least for some of these incidents, to be quite possible. Yeah. Here's, here's a, 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 that's been something we've discussed before, too, by the way. Another thing, it's even simpler, is this our technology? Uh, as is indicated by a number of people in the past, our, you know, initial stealth bomber technology was kept secret for a very long time. There were rumors, there were pictures, there was other stuff, but it was kept secret for a really long time. Is this our tech? Is this our technology? We know it's out there because people have, you know, gotten it and putting it out there. So is the government releasing its own video and pretending it doesn't know what it is in a dipsy-doo flipper room? I have this down as the effing with the Chinese Communist Party theory. No, think about it. Do we have this stuff? We obviously don't want the Chinese Communist Party to know. So because we don't have this stuff, we're in public playing stupid, releasing government videos. Oh, my gosh. Gee, look at that. The CBP plane caught this thing. It's crazy. Yeah. We don't know what that is. It's splitting two, going into water. This is just bananas. I don't know what's going on here. It's a good possibility. Yeah. Yeah, you're darn right. Now let's get to some of the, well, let's another, another, so, so far we've got simpler explanations or sensor spoofing, very possible. That's where I'm leaning towards. Our technology, definitely possible, could be too, leaning towards that. The other one's obvious. Is it their technology? Who's they? I don't know. China, North Korea, Iran. We don't know what, the, what they're up to. We have no idea. They're closed economies. They're certainly not selling this technology to Nintendo. 
I mean, it's, it could it be their technology just as easy as it could be ours. Those are kind of the simpler explanations. Here's some uh, ones that require a lot of assumptions. I'm not suggesting they're totally crazy or that you're nuts for thinking that they're possible. I'm just suggesting they require a lot of assumption, assumptions, and I, I prefer to stick with Occam's razor. Here's one you may not have heard a lot about, but I think it's actually more likely than alien technology. Is this some kind of time travel device or something? I'm not suggesting this is it. Again, please, I already told you what I thought it was. Simply saying, we're going to have an honest conversation and we're going to start getting to some explanations since no one else seems to be venturing there. Is this some kind of human experiment from the future? I, I don't know. It seems just as likely to me as the other explanation, which is some alien life form. There are many in ufology that believe that uh, all flying saucers are a form of time travel or could be a form of time yeah, travel. Joe, yeah. Joe is very familiar with this material and yeah. is like the perfect kind of uh, almost like guest for this, even though Thank he's you. the producer. Um, yes, I've heard that before. Uh, is it aliens? Folks, I got to be honest with you. I find that to be the least likely one. I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but after reading Hugh Ross's book, Why the Universe is the Way It Is, don't get lost in the space is so big argument. I'm not telling you it's impossible. Please, I know I'm going to get a lot of uh, emails and it's okay. I'm not telling you it's impossible. I'm just telling you, if you read Hugh Ross's book about why the universe is so big, it'll make more sense why the possibility of life elsewhere seems so unlikely. Not impossible, but really, really, really unlikely. Check it out. It's called Why the Universe is the Way It Is. Good book. But I think, uh, it, 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 so... Uh, just to be clear, I think sensor technology and our technology, a mix of that, sensor spoofing and our tech, them trying to hide it and using a little distraction. Look, shiny red object. I think that's what's really going on. Now, whenever we have to go to a government authoritative source where we need information, where do we go? Well, of course, we go to Corinne Jean-Pierre. Did I include that in the rundown, Guy? <laughs> I did. Okay, good. I'm like a little, this. <laughs> I got to check this morning. It's Monday. I'm like, you know, Mondays, you're always like cobwebs, little burma. Corinne Jean-Pierre is obviously the most authoritative source. I mean, a woman with an expansive knowledge of everything going on in the government. And every time she speaks, you walk away going, gosh, I'm really glad I learned so much from that. <laughs> Here is Corinne Jean-Pierre on CNN this weekend. And she's asked about uh, why we were shooting down objects with Canadia. There's a Canadia, apparently. Um, and her answer is, again, revelatory. So you probably want to listen. Check this out. Why is the American military shooting something out of the sky over Canada? Because it's part of a NORAD. There is a, the NORAD okay. is part of like a part of a it's a it's a what you call a coalition, a consortium, a pact. Exactly. And so that's why we were able to do that again. We didn't do it on our own. We did right. it in in uh, in uh, clearly in in, in 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 step with uh, right. Canada. So, yeah, we're working with Canada to shoot things down over NORAD. Who, uh, and no, I, yeah, I have been to Canada. Yeah, Toronto, Canada. Uh, I have. It's a, it's a wonderful place. People are really nice. Listen, I, I, don't really, uh, I don't really get on her about NORAD. Like, it is kind of, I guess, tough to explain. Not, not tough, but what is NORAD? Well, it's a group of, you know, North American countries work together to get the radar picture, whatever. She said it was like a consortium or whatever. No big deal. But um, Canada? And, and the fact that uh, Karine Jean-Pierre just never seems to have a coherent answer without stumbling on herself uh, is really just, you're a communications professional. I mean, you, you literally have one job, and it's communications. One quick note before I get to my next sponsor, and then I want you to remember something. Because, again, when, if your default explanation is it's definitely aliens, and I'm not saying it's not. I don't know. There are a thousand explanations for this. I'm simply suggesting to you the most likely is a government disinformation campaign. I'm going to show you in the next segment just how good the government thinks it is. Thinks it is about using disinformation to get people to look at shiny red objects. And by the way, I find it very interesting that China is now whining about surveillance over their territory, too. Something's going on here. And it ain't good. All right. Today's show brought to you by GetRefunds.com. You own a business? Well, you know, it's been a bumpy ride. 
from the pandemic to inflation, you could use a break. And innovation refunds can help. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. It's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. They have a team of tax attorneys they put together that are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program. And they've already returned $1 billion to businesses they can help you too. They do all the work with no charge up front and simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time, so don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Thanks, GetRefunds.com. Remember this clip from last week? This is a former State Department official. This State Department official, is uh, he's at this uh, little symposium there, and he's bragging about how the State Department, how he's the like, chief propagandist over there, and how they're so good at propagandizing people, and getting people to believe things that are either inaccurate, incorrect, or to believe things that... Uh, uh, narratives that maybe kind of put lipstick on a problem. So keep in mind, this was an, an insider. The guy's name is uh, Engel. Here, check this out. There's another word for master narratives. It's called history. <laughs> Basically, every country creates their own narrative story. And, and you know, my old job at the State Department was what people used to joke as the chief propagandist job. We haven't talked about propaganda. Propaganda, I'm not against propaganda. Every country does it, and they have to do it to their own population. And I don't necessarily think it's that awful. And this idea of a, of a, of a uh, cart, news cartel, I mean, I, I, I was editor of Time in 2012 uh, during that election. And I remember, you know, you're competing against cartels and everybody. I remember being on a panel with the then editor of the New York Times, who said, it's really hard to break through these days. This is the editor of the New York Times saying it's hard to break through. I almost, I wanted to jump off the platform. Like, what's it like for the rest of everybody? So, I mean, there, there's no, I mean, there are cartels, but cartels don't have hegemony like they used to. Richard Stengel, sorry. You know, yeah, former editor of Time, cheap propaganda. I mean, they brag about this stuff, folks. They're not even really, they're not good at hiding what they think they're good at, which is disinformation, which makes them bad at disinformation because they advertise that they're good at disinformation. I bring this up because they use proxies, ladies and gentlemen. They use It's not just the government putting out misinformation and disinformation, which is quite possible with this balloon, surveillance, drone, whatever, object scandal over our skies. Trust nothing. I don't mean to sound all X-Files on you, but seriously, trust no one in the government. I just played for you. I mean, how many more, how many more examples of government misinformation screwing you over campaigns that you need. Spygate, the Russia hoax, the impeachment hoax, everything going on in Ukraine, everything they're doing to hide the Biden, uh, Hunter Biden laptop. It's disgusting. They use proxies to get this done too. Remember that group, Hamilton 68? Hamilton 68 was a group of former government intel insiders. A lot of them left the government. What'd they do? They were probably getting their talking points from government people because when they leave government, they use their access to people in government to make money in the private sector. Well, how do you keep access? By doing a few favors, wink and a nod. See what I mean? See how that works? Here's a hat tip Tom Elliott at Grabian. Here's a, a, a snippet of a supercut. It goes on longer about how Hamilton 68 worked with government insiders to make you believe that anything on the internet, on social media, they found the challenge to their narrative or story du jour was in fact Russian bots and should be immediately shut down. I mean, if this isn't tyranny, I don't know what is. Check this out. A Twitter tracking tool that's called Hamilton 68. They're now reporting that Twitter accounts linked to Russian influence operations. Well, they've been upping the frequency with which they're promoting this hashtag, release the memos. Uh, there's a dashboard, Hamilton 68, named after the Federalist Paper, uh, Alexander Hamilton's Federalist Paper, uh, which focused on election meddling and protecting the process, which uh, focuses on Twitter feeds and has determined that Russia was indeed, or sites alleged to be um, connected with Russia, were interfering uh, in the Alabama election. 
Russian-linked Twitter accounts tried using the tragedy to stoke the nation's political divides. Kremlin-linked accounts flooded Twitter using hashtags like Parkland and Gun Control Now to get into trending conversations. According to data collected by the nonpartisan dashboard Hamilton 68. The bad news is the Russians are continuing to attack our democracy. But they are every day playing on social media. There's a website called Hamilton 68 that measures some of it on Twitter. And they're, and they're trying to divide Americans on race, on guns. A website called Hamilton 68 has been tracking this behavior for months. And they do kind of tend to tweet about various controversial issues, including NFL protests. Now, you see why I have a problem with the term deep state? It's not just the state. It's the state working with private actors, liberal donors, disinformation groups funded by liberal donors. It's not the deep state. There is a deep state, but it get things it gets things done using proxies. Like they kind of a uh, they they deputize people. They basically deputize them to do the work they can't do themselves. You just heard Engel talking about it. Angle, the propaganda guy who have the media people, they're so upset they can't get a narrative out there anymore. They're not talking about the truth. They use proxies like Hamilton 68. You just heard it. Oh, that's a Russian. Uh, the, the Alabama election with Roy Moore. That's a Russian bots. Everything's a Russian bot. Do you notice everything that's a Russian bot is some conservative piece of information they don't like? Oh, and then we get this bombshell from Gabe Kaminsky. Who dropped another in his four-part series on Disinformation Inc., which is the deep state. Maybe Disinformation Inc. is the better way to talk about it because it's not just state actors. Apparently, this GDI group, Global Disinformation Index, in a nutshell, not to overly confuse things, Gabe Kaminsky revealed uh, in, a prior, uh, in a prior segment that we discussed last week, this Global Disinformation Index group is a British organization that has affiliates in the U.S., and they basically have an exclusion list. Don't advertise on these websites. If you don't advertise on conservative websites, what's going to happen? You're going to starve them. That's what's going to happen. And they're going to go under. That's what they want. Now we find out. You can read this in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Read this piece. Watchdog groups have raised concerns over the State Department. Over the State Department. Bankrolling a disinformation tracking group that's secretly blacklisting and trying to defund conservative media outlets. The State Department's allowed to do that? Guys, does that sound like a First Amendment issue to me? Kind of sounds like yeah. a little bit of a yeah, First Amendment. You have that like a pocket constitution, the First Amendment, yeah. free speech, government, can involve in speech thing. Kind of weird, huh? Really strange. Disinformation Inc. As I said to you before, trust nobody. Your instincts are probably accurate 99% of the time when it comes to news. And 100% of the time, if your instincts say to not trust when the mainstream media and groups like GDI are telling you, do not trust these people and don't trust them on the vaccine either. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to air this segment I had with Dr. Robert Malone on Fox. Again, it aired at midnight in full. Um, they have aired again. I'm not sure. I got to look at the guide channel. I'll talk to Fox about it today. But this segment about the vaccine, do not trust them on the vaccine or public health either. They've lied to you over and over again. I'm going to air that. So don't go anywhere. Let me get to my uh, my next sponsor first. I always appreciate your patience. They're here to talk to you. Uh, friends, you feel like the world's being held together with duct tape right now? I do. Every day we throw new distractions by the fake news to pull us from the reality we're about to face. We have our federal government trying to print their way out of debt, global military conflicts escalating to the unthinkable, and looming worldwide food shortages. You ask me, preparedness isn't a choice anymore. I didn't make it a choice. I prepared a long time ago with my Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. Their three-month emergency food kit comes packed with tasty, and I mean really good meals with over 2,000 calories a day. Calories are survival in a crisis. You get breakfast, lunches, dinners, desserts, drinks, and snacks. You're not going to go hungry when you have this backup food. Listen, nobody knows what's going on with this thing up in the sky right now, but if it's as bad as I think it could be, get prepared. I'm not trying to scare you. Best day of your life is you don't need this stuff and you throw it out. The worst day is you need it and you don't have it. And right now you get $200 in free survival gear with each three-month emergency food kit you order. These products will save the day when a crisis comes, and it's coming soon. Self-reliance is your only option. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and get $200 worth of free survival essentials with your three-month emergency food kit. Everything is in stock and ready to go. Get free shipping, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com before the next disaster strikes. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Please go today. It's important. Do not trust these people, folks. I'm going to play Dr. Robert Malone here in a second. 
but just to show you, to demonstrate to you how they, it doesn't matter what kind of evidence surfaces about how bad the vaccine was, how many side effects we have, its effect on heart tissue, its role in potential blood clotting. It doesn't matter what surfaces from now in the future. These people are immune to evidence because they're tyrants. They are on a disinformation campaign. Look at this Breitbart article in the newsletter. New York City Mayor Eric Adams. We, need, we may need vaccine mandates again. It wasn't right for people to do whatever they wanted. Sounds like what I've been talking about forever, Joe. This has never been about a vaccine or about science. It doesn't matter what the science says. What matters is control and that they will never allow you to relinquish it. Ever. I mean, they will never, they will never relinquish control to you. Forgive me. They will not allow that. Individual liberty is zero sum. Either you pick what goes in your body or the government does. That's a zero-sum game. Either you spend your money or the government does. Either you pick where your kid goes to school or the government does. Either you pick your doctor or the government does. Freedom is zero-sum. They will never, ever give up on this. They don't care about the science. I had Dr. Robert Malone on my Fox show, and I asked him straight up. I said, let's get right to the point. He is one of the world-renowned experts in mRNA technology. I said, Doc, is this thing safe? Take a listen. I'm just going to get right to the point, Doc. Is this shot safe? No one knows more about it than you. In my opinion, it's neither safe nor effective. We have the recent paper from Tony Fauci and his colleagues at NIH in which they're acknowledging that it's not effective and it probably never would have been. But the data regarding safety is becoming quite clear. And the more jabs you take, the more likely you are to get COVID, according to the recent study that's been published by uh, the Cleveland Clinic. Doc, can, can you explain or does anybody out there that you're familiar with understand why this seems to have some particular affinity, this mRNA spike protein for, for heart tissue? Uh, what's going on with that, with the myocarditis? Yeah, so that one's a little harder to figure out. There may be an autoimmune component. The uh, lipid nanoplexes themselves seem to have an affinity for the electroconducting uh, tissue in the heart. Now, I, I, I read the article from Breitbart about New York City mayor and liberal lunatic Eric Adams first. To show you that Eric Adams knows close to nothing about mRNA technology. Now, because Eric Adams is a stupid, smart person, a guy who will show you, oh, I graduated from this college, but really doesn't know the limits of his own knowledge, Eric Adams will continue to push for people like you to be injected with a technology he himself can't explain because he doesn't know the limits of his own knowledge. I do. I am not an mRNA expert. I know what messenger RNA and transfer RNA is. I know how it works. However, I don't understand the mechanism anywhere close to the level of Dr. Robert Malone, who was probably one of the the world's most authoritative sources on the matter. So what do I do? Well, when you're a smart, smart person, you understand the limits of your knowledge and you go to people who don't have those limits and you say, can you please explain this? Folks, this thing is getting ugly with this vaccine. I'm going to stay on top of this story. We were not censored. I don't want you to worry about any of that. I, please, I would, you know I would tell you, we, I would absolutely tell you here that we were, it was not censored at all. Matter of fact, I'm hoping to re-air pieces of that, maybe on a segment next week. But please, spread that clip around if you can. It is really important. We'll put it on our Clips channel today, too. He does a lot of good work on that. All right. Folks, speaking of censorship, some real censorship did happen this weekend. Uh, the Biden administration, you know, breaking some, some not, not protocol, but, you know, and, tr- and Trump didn't do an interview, I think, with a liberal outlet too one time. So, you know, unlike liberal media goons, uh, I want to be fair about it. But typically what happens is the president of the United States in Super Bowl weekend does an interview with the outlet running the Super Bowl. You know, it, it trades back and forth with the major networks. Fox had it this year. So because Fox had it, he should have done an interview with probably Shannon Bream or Hammer or Brett Baer, one of the news people at Fox. Well, of course, because Biden's a chump and a coward, they decided to do their de facto censorship too. I say de facto because it's not like Fox can run whatever they want. And the president, again, to be fair, what liberal media people, because it's important. It's important to do that, to use reason. You know, 
Fox can cover whatever they want. The president's under no obligation whatsoever to have to talk to anyone. But I find it kind of odd that liberals, again, who are all about mandates and telling you what to do and, you know, BS protocols and disinformation. I find it kind of shocking and stunning that these people who pretend to believe in tolerance and open debate uh, don't want to take any confrontational questions from a news outlet. So here's CNN's resident clown, Oliver Darcy, a guy who used to run a website called ExposingLeftist.com. Here's Oliver Darcy saying, you know, it's really good the president didn't do that because they're all conspiracy theorists. Keep in mind, he's saying this on the network that promoted the PP hoax, the Russia hoax, downplayed the Spygate story, promoted the impeachment hoax, promoted just about every Hunter Biden uh, Russian collusion laptop hoax out there. And on there, he's like, oh, we're glad he didn't go on there because that's like an extremist conspiracy theory network. And he says it with a straight face. Take a look. This current president doesn't want to do it. Maybe future presidents won't want to do it. Yeah, Jim, I think this really underscores um, the level of commitment uh, Biden has showed to icing out Fox. As you as you said, he hasn't granted uh, this right wing talk channel uh, any interviews since he's been president. And you can imagine why. I mean, if you watch this channel, it, it's very clear there's a there's a strong animus toward him, toward his administration. And at nighttime, you have extremists, people like Tucker Carlson, who are going on on these rants, who are spreading misinformation and conspiracy theories about uh, things from the vaccines to to January 6th. And so I think for this president, he has decided, you know, he's not going to call out the channel. He's not going to go to war with it in that way, but he's not going to give it any credence by appearing on. Uh, it, 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 Joe, it gets even worse. Notice the example he uses, the two examples. He's like, these people are extremists and conspiracy theorists. I mean, look about what they said about the vax. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, you mean the fact that we were the ones telling people, hey, be cautious, proceed according to the science. This was an emergency authorization. Science has a time component. Why? Because if you're going to see side effects, you're going to see them over what? Time. It was people like goofballs like this guy in his network. Yeah, hey, take the vaccine. Shut your mouth. Now, God forbid the side effects become more, more widespread. We don't know that yet. It may affect people like Darcy. And God forbid that happens. Again, unlike leftists, I wish no ill will on anyone's health and never would. And January 6th conspiracy theories, which one of those did we promote? You mean the conspiracy theories that there were uh, Capitol Hill police officers killed by rioters? That's not what happened. You guys made that up. What about the fire extinguisher hoax? What about all these other hoaxes out there you guys made up? What about the hoax that Trump planned an insurrection? How do we know that's a hoax? Because you had the January 6th committee then go talk about how this was all planned online by people who didn't communicate with Donald Trump. And then when they needed to blame Trump again, they said, no, Trump did it by telling people to go march peacefully and patriotically. You see, you see where the real conspiracy theories and disinformation comes from? Here's the also the I mean, the irony is so thick with this opinion. He's on with Acosta. I mean, just a loser. There's two zeros right here. Now, the right thing to do with the media is to defend the media's right to speak, even if they, not their right to lie, but their right to speak. If they choose to lie and it's not defamatory, folks, I say all the time, I know this is going to make some of you uncomfortable, but I, I, my opinion has not changed. In a constitutional republic, we cannot get involved in censoring media, even the a-hole. Because once we open that Pandora's box, it is inevitably going to turn around and boomerang on you. I say all the time, the media has the right to be stupid. And unfortunately, they take us up on that right all the time. I wish they wouldn't. Now, you may object to this. I don't. This was done on Acosta, Acosta's show. Remember when Acosta had his, uh, had his badge yanked at the White House press room? Who stood by him? Fox. You may not like that. But as news outlets, the right thing to do. What does CNN do when Fox is shut out? Of course, they put this clown on, Oliver Darcy, who, as News Wars notes, Kellen McBreen, once promoted conservatism and founded the website exposingleftists.com. Well, why did he change over to CNN? 
Because from what I hear from people, he wasn't, let's say, and I'm being gentle, very popular where he worked. Found out his grift wasn't working that well. So he went over to CNN where they more, uh, were more accommodating to his grifting and did a dipsy do flipperoo. It's all about principle, fellas. Principle. You know, I said to you a little while ago that the liberal cancer in America, this rotting cancerous tumor taking over this country is anti-human. And of course, media, I, and other goofball sites were like, anti-human, this guy's a lunatic. It was all over the place. I'll show you what I mean coming up next. Don't go anywhere. This, they're taking it to a new level now. Our last sponsor, policygenius.com. A good life insurance plan can give you peace of mind that if something happens to you, your family will have a safety net to cover their expenses. Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $39 per month for $2 million of coverage. Some options offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you. They don't work for the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees, and your personal details are private. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com, policygenius.com. Thanks, Policy Genius. All right. I, I said on a Fox and Friends appearance a few weeks ago, two weeks or whatever, I said that the liberal movement has become anti-human. Uh, the fact that they want to keep kids out of uh, decent quality schools, the fact that they see farmers as a cancer, the fact that they see energy production keeping us warm and allowing us to remain a uh, uh, locomotive by using uh, cars and, 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 uh, and planes to get around. They hate all of that. It's an anti-human. And of course, it's, it's an anti-human movement. It always has been because they see everything as a collective, not as an individual organism, right? Everything's the collective. What are you doing for the collective? Your individual life means nothing. It's zero sum your liberty. You getting how the show's tying together today? And socialists, they want it all. They don't want you to have any freedom because you're just a piece in a wheel. New York Times ran this piece that's been getting, just went nuclear. And believe me, for all the wrong reasons. A Yale professor suggested mass suicide for old people in Japan. What did he mean? Now, he's trying to clarify this. But apparently the idea of a ritual human sacrifice of old people compared to the movie Midsummer. Did you ever see that movie? You guys ever see Midsummer? It's a fascinating flick. It's a horror movie. And the weird thing about the movie um, is it takes place during the day, almost exclusively, which is weird, right? Because you, when was the last time you saw a horror movie that was almost exclusively filmed in the daytime in sunlight? It's super weird. But without giving away the film, one of the scenes is a ritual sacrifice of older people because they're elites, Joe. They're, you know, you know, older people. They're just sucking up resources. That's right. Now the, now, the idea that they may be valuable human lives, who, by the way, stormed the beaches of Normandy, gave us antibiotics, gave us the internet and all that other stuff, that don't matter. We used them, we rode that horse till it died, and then eat them. They'll be eating them next. They'll be grinding them up uh, into food. What's that? Soylent Green, Joe. Soylent Green. Yeah. What's, what's, the, what's the line from Soylent Green? The, what? Oh, man. Are people, when the guy screws it, what's the product they sell? I can't even, I'm losing it right now. So if you watch the movie, if you saw it, you know what I mean. They grind up the people for the food. That's next. Folks, this is a fundamentally anti-human movement. They will never learn from their mistakes. Eric Adams from the vaccine mandates and the, what's gone wrong with the vaccine. Because they don't want to learn from their mistakes because they don't see them as mistakes. Here's what I mean. Great article at Zero Hedge. Tyler Durden. The National Health Service in Britain, the NHS, the overburdened NHS pushes more Brits to go private. So just to be clear, government-run healthcare is anti-human. Why? Because it rations healthcare. Why does government-run healthcare ration healthcare? Because it's government-run, it doesn't use a price mechanism. It says to healthcare operators, here's what you're going to charge and here's what we're going to pay. Yeah, but that's not what we need. We need this. Well, you're not getting that. You're getting this. So if the doctor is only getting this amount, X amount, and needs Y amount, 
and X is less than Y, then he's going to see less patients, which is rationing. And that's what the government does, which there's tired people in the NHS of sitting on waiting lists, ration. So what are they doing? They're buying private health care. Data from Statista, which is a statistics site, shows this. The percentage of adults paying for private health insurance hovered at the 12% mark since 2019 in the latest survey. This is in the UK. Ending in December of 22, the figure climbed to 22%. So can we go back to the money ball theory, fellas? If government health care is so terrific, then why isn't it so terrific? And how are they going to enforce this in the future? Make the zero-sum liberty game even more zero-sum? where they start to take away your rights and transfer them to government rights. One of the ways they're going to control you and, quote, manage outcomes is central bank digital currencies, where the government, quasi-government entities at central banks are going to use digital dollars. This isn't Bitcoin. It's a totally different thing. Cash is going to go away, and everything's going to be some kind of app on your phone run by these quasi-government agencies who are going to pretend they're independent, but they're not. Wall Street Journal had a great piece by Sean Feeler about this this week. A central bank digital dollar would empower the Fed, not Americans. He notes for Democrats, a party of big government, the appeal's obvious. A digital currency would allow the federal government to spend more money, manage outcomes, and provide financial services to the unbanked. Manage outcomes? Like what hospitals you can and can't spend money at? What pills you're allowed to take and not? What surgeries you're allowed to have? What doctors you're allowed to see and when? How much you're allowed to spend on a hip replacement? Oh, you're 90? Eh, not really worth it, that hip replacement. We'll tell the doctor we're only going to give him 1000 Yeah, but the surgery costs 20000 Yeah, it's a good way to tell the doctor we're not going to pay for it while saying we're going to pay for it. Folks, this show's all about exposing the liberal cancer. It's everywhere. Get a story from the Daily Caller. A lot happened this weekend. Here's a shocker. So George Soros, major liberal donor, Remember, Disinformation Inc., it's not just a swamp. It's liberal moneyed people, too, who are supporting a lot of this stuff. He supports prosecutors in big cities that don't want to prosecute criminals. They have a soft-on-crime approach. Here's a stunner. Daily Caller, crime's risen under the watch of Soros-backed prosecutors in six major cities. That's a shocker. You got a bunch of prosecutors in there who really aren't interested in prosecuting crime. Hmm. And crime went up. Stunning. But just like Eric Adams, who doesn't want to learn from the failure of the vaccine mandates, and just like the UK that doesn't want to learn from the imposition of government health care on people who are now leaving to go to private health care, they don't want to learn because there's nothing to learn. This is a feature for them. This isn't a glitch because they're anti-human. And freedom is an obstacle to their agenda. You want to see what liberalism looks like personified in one clip? Hypocrisy, the rot of liberalism, the hatred they have for your kids and human beings in general? I want you to watch Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs, one of the most disgraceful people in politics, a wealthy, privileged zero of the highest order, who went to private school, by the way, trying to argue with Shannon Bream from Fox about why her choice to go to private school because her parents could afford it isn't good for people who can't afford private school, lower income folks, but who still have to pay taxes to fund public schools that are failing their kids. I want you to listen to this hilarity. Check this out. Why shouldn't all students have a chance at what you said was so important in your own life? Look, I grew up in a working class family. This was well before any of this um, of public assistance for private school existed. And my parents made that choice. I begged them to send me to public school. Um, and we sacrificed a lot. There were times in my family that we were on food stamps. Um, and so it wasn't, it was a choice that they made. Um, and they struggled to, to make that choice. Um, what I want is for every public, every student in the state of Arizona, no matter where they live, to have access to high quality public education. And with this uh, universal voucher system, um, that's not happening. But if their system is failing, if their public school is failing, no to giving them a chance to go somewhere else like you did? The, the schools are failing because we are failing to invest in them. Um, they're being starved of resources. I don't even know how to describe how pathetic uh, this, this person is. 
listen to the voters in Arizona who voted for her. Uh, I said before her election, I'll say now, and I mean it, this is easily the worst candidate I have ever seen before the election and rapidly turning into the worst governor in the country, a pompous, arrogant buffoon who, again, is anti-human. She understands full well that Arizona lower-income folks who can't afford a good uh, school are in public schools that are failing them and wants to lock the doors behind them. And she plays this ridiculous word game about how they're starving schools of resources. Okay, you want to play the money game? Well, Arizona spends on average about $9,000 per kid on public dollars, your dollars, that you spend. The school choice program in Arizona, which she's attacking because she doesn't like kids and wants you all to fail, costs about $6,500 per kid. So who's really being starved of resources? Remember, it's your money. Finally, one last story. I was out this weekend, not to get, don't worry, it's not going to be a big, long personal story, but I finally got out of the house this weekend a little bit. I had to get some sun and get out. It's been a long couple of weeks. Uh, the show is actually helping me get through it though. So I appreciate you all watching. And I went to my typical Sunday spot for uh, breakfast and was enjoying it. And uh, the server, she was really nice. Uh, I was sure to tip her in cash and then also do a sum on the credit card as well. The, I, the IRS is coming after servers out there, people who work in the service industry, restaurants, for, for your tips. You can see in this just a news story, which is in my newsletter. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's happening. Why? Because that's what they do. Now, someone suggested to me, well, this is a good thing, Dan. You know, people in the middle class and the lower end of the middle class who are working in these tough jobs, they need to understand just how awful the government is. Well, I, I try to prevent people from having to experience pain if we can stop it. I mean, that's the point of having a political party, not to have people, not to constantly lose to the left and have people suffer for it. Take care of your servers out there. Try to give them cash if you can. They'll do the right thing. They know what to do. Not suggesting anybody break the law, but give them cash. They'll manage. They can manage themselves. It's a tough business. My family owned a bar growing up. They know what to do. They'll take care of their own business and you take care of yours. But take care of them. They're good people. They bust their ass. Like I said, I grew up middle class above a bar. And we had people in there who did this exact job. It's a tough one. They don't deserve this. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. A small favor to ask, as I always do, if you wouldn't mind following or subscribing, it is free. Some of the buttons say follow. Some of them say subscribe in these websites. For the podcast, it helps us stay in the top charts, which is really helpful to us. You can follow or subscribe on Apple, on Spotify, and on Rumble at rumble.com slash Bongino. It means the world to us. Thanks so much for your support. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.